0: Most of us are not actually, you know, half God, except all of us are fully God, depending on your philosophy. So I don't know, who the fuck knows? don't know, an agnostic's adventure in subjective reality. I am your host, Michael Tyler, and I'm going to share with you my deepest thoughts live on the internet. And by live, I mean I'm speaking them into a magical recording device that will then pass it to another magical device on which I will cut out the parts that I don't want published, and I'll probably add some music, and then I'll publish it. But I'm going to try to uh, cut out as little as possible. I'm going to try to make this as stream of consciousness as possible. I'm just going to try to let you inside my brain, which is a terrifying place for anyone to go. So I don't know why you're listening to this. I don't know anything. And you don't know anything. Willkommen. I don't speak German. I just said Willkommen. Um, All right, so last time I talked a little bit about Adventism, which is the... Uh, the religion that I grew up in seventh day Adventism I could have done the research to like find out exactly when how seventh day adventism started i can 't remember I knew I know I knew at one point. I think it would probably make a great television show because there was this thing called the Great Disappointment. Now, probably some actual Adventists are going to listen to this, so if I get this wrong. I apologize. This is just my recollection of what I remember from growing up as a kid. So, October 22nd, I think it was. 18, I think it's 20. It's either 22 or 27 or somewhere in the 20s. It actually might not even be in the 20s. I have no fucking clue. A guy named, I think, Joseph Miller. He was a, what was he? He was a... Baptist? I think he was a Baptist. And he was, he was a Baptist pastor. He was reading the Bible. He was trying to like get as close to the truth of the Bible as he could, as, you know, a man of God is wont to do. Um, and he was reading, I think, the book of Daniel or the book of Revelations or both. He read the Bible and he said, I have figured out exactly when the second coming will happen. I'm sure Joseph Miller, or whatever his name was, is not the only person to have thought this, but Joseph Miller really thought it, and he said it was gonna be October 22nd, 1827, or when, where, whenever it was. And he, got, he was somewhere in uh, upstate New York, I assume, a lot of religions started in upstate New York. Uh, he was somewhere in upstate New York, don't remember the town, I can look that up too. Could have done some research before doing this, but I didn't. And so they all, people in this town who followed him, you know, his church, his flock, I guess and went to the top of a hill and they looked up to the sky waiting for a cloud the size of a fist to descend from the heavens. And as it gets closer, they expected to see Jesus and the angels playing horns and all that. They were probably expecting Jesus to be white, but they were disappointed to find out that not only would the race of Jesus not be revealed that day, but Jesus did not come. And they were like, what? And so Joseph Miller said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I forgot to carry the one. It's next year. It's October 22nd, 1828. I think his, it wasn't he forgot to carry the one, but I think his actual excuse was like, oh, I wasn't counting the year zero, or I was counting the year zero and I shouldn't have been. Which historically is hilarious because I don't know exactly what it is, but we definitely know that Jesus was not born In the year zero? I think we think Jesus was, like, born in the year, like, 30 now. I don't know. I'd have to look that up. Somebody can mention it in the comments, if I have any commenters. Anyway, so they came back a year later. Same thing happened again. We went up onto the hilltop. We looked up into the sky for a cloud the size of a fist to come and reveal the white Jesus and his white angels with their trumpets. And nothing. And so then a whole bunch of people got really depressed because they'd given away all their shit. <laughs> you know, they're like, we don't need this. We're we giving away our clothes like a good Christian would do. We're just hey, I'm going to give this to the poor. Except for the good cushion waited until the last year of existence to do it. So I don't know how good of Christians they were. But they'd sold their entire lives and they, they'd given it entirely up. And then the world had to continue going on. This is how I feel every day when I wake up. Oh, the world has to continue going on. And so many people were greatly disappointed. They call it the great disappointment. Now, Joseph Miller and some of his closest followers kept at it. um, And they said, okay, wait a minute. So on October 22nd, 1928... We misinterpreted something from the book of Daniel or the book of Revelation or whichever one. And it was actually something happened up in heaven. The, the, the Ark of the Covenant uh, was reopened in heaven. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it was something that happened. My mom could tell you. She's still an Adventist. And so Adventism was born out of that. That's the origin story of Adventism. And therefore my origin story. So like a lot of other Protestant religions in uh, the United States at that time, they moved westward, and Adventism eventually started catching on. Oh, one of the big things is they called them Seventh-day Adventism. They worship on Saturday instead of Sunday. They keep the Sabbath the same as the Jews do sundown Friday to sundown Saturday, and they believe that if you worship on the, on Sunday, that is the mark of the beast, and only Sabbath worshipers, true Sabbath worshipers, will go, will go to heaven. So this is the world that I grew up up in. I really believed it for a while, too. I'm not here to, like, bitch about Adventism or any denomination, because I truly am grateful for having grown up in the world that I've grown up in. So, I say I'm agnostic. I'm not an Adventist anymore. I'm not a Christian anymore. But I do believe that Jesus Christ, whether he is related to God or not, probably not. Most of us are not actually you know, half God, except all of us are fully God, depending on your philosophy, so I don't know, who the fuck knows? Anyway, I'm going to use the word prophet or teacher. I do think that Jesus is the most important prophet or teacher going out, going around. Certainly not the only one, wouldn't put him up to God status, but I think historically you can look back and you can say, okay, when Christianity took over the Roman Empire, a philosophy started to change in the West. I don't know enough about the East because as I said in the last episode I'm a cisgendered straight white male and I'm not that well read. But yes, the teaching of Jesus to say the last shall be first and the first shall be last, to look at the slave and say the slave deserves as much respect if not more than the slave owner, that the rich shall be poor and the poor shall be rich, that is a massive shift in how humans thought. And that is, so you look today at the world and like a lot of people, especially um, on the left, I'm not trying to make this about like whinging about the left or the right. They say Christianity is terrible. And it is because it's a fucking massive organized it's not even there's an organized religion it's there's a massive organization that needs to cling on to power like that's it's a government it's you know it's it's and I'm, try, I'm not trying to say this like governments are bad either they're like it's just a necessary not even a necessary evil it's a natural reaction of humans to organize and for organized humans to become larger organized it's a survival of the fittest technique so they, they want to dominate they want to keep themselves safe they want to propagate their the future so yeah of course Uh, Christianity became a massive tool for violence, because human beings are, and were even more so, a violent people. But now, I think in part, thanks to the teachings of Jesus Christ, we are trying not to be racist, we are trying not to be warmongers, we are trying to be better. We're far from perfect. I don't pray, I don't read the Bible, I have friends who do. I find it super fascinating. I think that looking at any one book or the other and saying this is where capital T Truth comes is not for me. I was going to say it's ridiculous, but I did remember that I'm like, trying to remain humble. I know humility doesn't really play on the internet, but I'm going to try to remain as humble as I can while still being my ridiculous animated self. All right, so that was my little rant on uh, Jesus. Jesus. That was a rant on Jesus. I almost got up to 10 minutes. I took a bunch of notes, but I'm not sure if I want to talk about any of them. Alright, here's one. Here's a, here's a big stretch. I've, I've been thinking about this a lot. Part of me wonders if this little podcast project is just a test to see if I can make my personality profitable. Like, if I just put myself out there enough, if I'm just regular and consistent and honest, like, can I make a living off that? Because it seems like some people do. Like, uh, I follow uh, a few sports podcasts pretty regularly. I follow, definitely, a news podcast pretty regularly, you know, like, and these are small independent people. I don't think they're millionaires. They're, they're, they're squeaking out a living. You know, I'm sure I follow some in- influencers because I'm an actor, I have friends with actors. I'm sure they're influencers. I'm sure the fact that I follow them helps them charge this much for that. Whatever, you know what I'm talking about. We live in this weird world where being friends with people online is a career. You can make a living off that shit. What? That's insane. For someone who was born in 1986 and grew up in the 90s. And I still remember when Y2K happened and Blink-182 joked that the worst thing about Y2K was airborne syphilis. I was 13 years old and had never had sex and didn't even really know what syphilis was, but I thought it was the best thing in the world. Where was I? What was I talking about? Oh yeah, can I make my personality profitable? I don't know. I don't know. But if enough people start listening to this, maybe. And this is another question. Uh, I haven't talked to my business partner about this, but should we advertise our business on this podcast? Like, okay, listeners, tell me this. If I put like a discount code to go to my website and purchase a thing, would you do it? Like, you know, it's just like, yeah, I need to buy this thing. I'll, I'll, I'll check that out and get fifteen percent off. I like this guy. Do you like me enough? that you would go to a website and purchase a product that you could purchase plenty of other places and 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 purchase it because you know me Michael Tyler the owner of the business but more importantly the host of I don't know an agnostic's adventure in subjective reality so that might be a topic that I explore all right what else that was fun can i make my profit can i make my personality profitable Business, I don't know, but why... Yeah, okay, so why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I advertise my business? I don't know. I guess there's some... I guess, well, I guess I would be a little worried that, like, what if my employees listen to this and I said some shit, and because I have employees, which is fucking weird, by the way. I'll talk about that at some point. What if I say some shit that would offend one of my employees, then it becomes a whole fucking thing. What if I get canceled? I guess... My big fear is what if I get canceled? Because if I do get canceled and people come and attack my business, it's not just my life. You know, it's not just my income. I got a partner. I got employees. People count on me. I don't like that. So please don't cancel me. I do like people counting on me. I like being a leader of people. But I don't like the risk that comes with being in public Which is why I think it's taken me so long to do this And why I actually haven't decided if I'm going to publish this or not yet FYI, uh, I recorded episode 1 about 50 minutes ago (laughs) And now I'm doing episode 2 So maybe this will not go online, who the fuck knows Yeah, I guess those are some of my thoughts Thanks for sticking it out Appreciate you dropping by I'll see you next time on, I don't know An agnostic's adventure in subjective reality. Peace and love.